0: You've just entered the Disaster Tough podcast, the place for emergency managers, first responders, and humanitarians who want to get the job done. Stories, lessons, and tips are provided by field experts. This show is owned and operated by professional emergency managers at Doberman Emergency Management. We apply disaster tough logic by protecting life, property, and business. Radiocom's just got a major breakthrough with the L3Harris XL Extreme 400P. It's the newest and toughest radio out there. Built by their space and tactical teams, the XL Extreme Series can take a beating. 1700 degree blast of heat, repeated three meter drops, rain, salt water, you name it, the XL Extreme Series by L3 Harris can take it. Visit l3harris.com to schedule your demo today. The battle to monitor and contain COVID 19 just got exponentially better for us. We are officially introducing an electronic reusable, yes, reusable COVID 19 test through our sponsors. It's called the COVID Plus Test, created by Tiger Tech, distributed by FS Global. This is the first FDA authorized rapid, non invasive pre screener. It's extremely easy to use. Forget those one time use swabs. This is a disaster tough technology. For more information on the COVID plus test, check out our show notes. Welcome back, everybody. It's your host, John Scardina. I am so excited to hijack this episode like a pirate because uh, I have Patrick McGinn on here. He's been on the show. Now, what do you've been on? This is your fourth appearance. Yeah.
1: Is that right? My fourth time.
0: Patrick is one of my best friends in the world. In fact, I'm one of his best friends in the world. I know that because I'm the best man at his wedding coming up. And we're really excited for that happening. And in the meantime, you know, Patrick and I, we've seen a lot of movies together. We've we've hung out and uh, we kind of have this fun thing where we get to laugh at these disasters that happen in movies that are super unrealistic and think about what would actually happen. For example, if the marshmallow man, Actually appeared in New York. Is it a biohazard incident? You have, you know, rats eating it up. You know, it was a, it was alive. You know, so you have like all these ridiculous things that are happening. But then you also have like other movies that are definitely more disaster centric, like Twister or I even hate to call this out, but San Andreas, other movies like that. And so we we look at the full spectrum, and we're like, hey, we should make a show that talks exactly uh, to this topic. And so, Patrick, if you want to move to the side real quick, your background. Yeah. So we created a show. It's a YouTube show called Movie R, Movie After Action Review, where we look at disasters that happen in movies. We kind of make fun of them. We kind of walk through it. What's realistic? What's unrealistic? And then we talk about what emergency managers are are doing in that scenario and finish with a PSA. It's a really good way to uh, introduce us to the public. And so I have Patrick on here. Patrick, what do you want to say about Movie R? And then we're going to jump right into the clip because we're hijacking the show.
1: Yeah, awesome. So uh, Movie R is exactly what John said, uh, after action review of movies taken from an emergency management perspective, but also uh, John and I just pointing pointing fun at the the movie and kind of the holes and what's realistic, what's not. Um, And we actually have a lot of fun on the show uh doing this so if you want to check it out if you want to laugh uh if you want to learn something uh, about emergency management check it out
0: all right let's jump into the clip
1: what's real and what's fake in this they're driving towards the tornado Uh, i don't think anybody would do that uh the water spouts They did split into two, and there was actually a third one there. While there were cows flying by, it never crossed their mind to turn around. In that situation, you want to turn around and drive away from the twister, from the tornado. That should be obvious. They didn't do that in this case because they love tornadoes so much they want to be close to them, and they aren't really affected by them. So that part was kind of fake. John, you want to chime in there?
0: The cow... So if you're looking out, outside of the like the, if we're gonna get like really nerdy here and a tornado, if you're that far if the cow is that far away from the water spout. I mean those were like F one tornadoes, maybe F zero tornadoes at best. That cow is not making these giant rings around. If you think about like momentum, that cow is going over the moon, if you will. Um, so that was a little that was like unrealistic for me, unless there was like, you know, the exact same cow at the exact same spots in there multiple cows so um also the cow coming over the water okay um so there was there, that was unrealistic for me and then um obviously you got cows in the sky as we noted before and somehow the truck is totally fine so like that weight of that truck must be pretty heavy or it's a superhero movie about bill um but uh yeah that's, that's kind of what uh that's what i thought was faking the thing but um, the scenario is real
1: yeah yeah right? that scenario could happen maybe not the cows flying I mean what were the cows doing on the water anyway maybe were they getting drinks of water maybe that's not important
0: you know what? maybe that's not important <laughs> but we're here now right okay so oh, we're here scenario now we, is we're real. scenario is real let's talk about you know from the perspective of the emergency managers there's tornadoes happening right now what are we doing in the field as emergency managers I would say, um, it generally. How about this? Generally, in a tornado um, event or tornadic event, uh, we're trying to shut down power, trying to shut down water, trying to save that critical infrastructure, um, and re- reduce fires. That way, um, that gets happened lightning fast. That was a. I was both a that was both an electric. That was both the lightning pun and a electricity pun anyways hmm. so that that happens uh notice notifications are going out whether it's the, whether it's small town or not there's an individual in charge of making sure that like making the call right hey we're gonna we're gonna make the sirens go off um noah's gonna be involved in that process um yeah and then immediately after tornado like just like you said all the stakeholders that get involved in search and rescue and organizing like there will be a uh, local uh you know, maybe a local CERT team. Midwest is really famous for uh, actually using their CERT teams, the community emergency response teams. These are volunteers that get trained by firefighters typically, um, sometimes uh, police, and they will be helping find their friends. Um, and um, sheltering operations will be set up, uh, all kinds of things that would happen. And I would say a general tornado um, response.
1: Or oh yeah. If we're talking general tornado, not just some water spouts, water spouts could come down, water never, are fine. never make their way phone, to land drive through it. Um, and, and just go right back up in, into the sky. So uh, if we're talking an actual tornado, yeah, we're talking shelters because people's houses have been totally blown away. Um, we're talking, they need food, they need clothing, they need cots, they need uh, pillows and blankets. They need hygiene kits. Uh, So there'd be a whole maybe donation, uh, definitely be a a donation center. There'd be a bunch of shelters um, and emergency managers would be working at the county level or city level to get maybe working with state partners or FEMA to get people registered for assistance to get to just do damage assessments before you're even turning on electricity or water. You got to assess the facility. So in this moment, they're doing damage assessments. To ensure that everyone's safe. Kind of safety is at the the top priority.
0: You know what happens if the conditions are right, humidity's there, the temperature's there, the winds there, and um, you know, as we mentioned earlier, it's charged. I don't know. I said like Trump charged. Well, um, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I I'm part of the we here. Uh, <laughs> I am a person too, Patrick. Um, so uh let's talk about the PSA. Um, what would you what would you say?
1: Uh, I'd say if you're in your car on a highway and you see an underpass not to get out of your car and go under the underpass or overpass Church. the recommend the recommendation is to get out of your car and to get into a ditch on the side of the road get to the lowest level possible. It sounds kind of counterintuitive and it sounds really scary uh, but it's safer than being in a car that's picked up by the tornado and being dropped from hundreds of feet up.
0: We might add that clip in there, of just like that exact scenario happening because they didn't pay attention to the warning. Cue clip. Jonas, listen to me. This is not Get a Get off day. this frequency, Bill. Jonas, I'm telling you. Eddie, I know you can hear me. Turn around, man. Okay, so (laughs) the like that clip is crazy, by the way. Um, Yeah, that's what I'd call out. Um, One last thing is know the difference between a watch and a warning. And so if that notification is coming at your way, understand like, hey, I should be aware of it. They've spotted a funnel. They're kind of watching what's going on. But a warning, you have to take shelter immediately.
1: Just know your city. They all have different sirens. There's not just one type of siren. There's usually multiple different kinds of sirens for uh for whether the right conditions exist or whether it's there's a there's one that's already on the ground um or whether there just could be a severe storm so just good things to know your area you want to know your city you want to be part of your community that's great know how to warn people know how to know how to read the the signs when they come
0: read the signs i got Okay, <laughs> so we just wrapped up the psa you always try to be. We always try to be smart. We let you know what's happening behind the scenes. Patrick and I have been an emergency management for about 20 years combined. We love our what we do. We we have a lot of fun looking at these movies. We hope you had fun too. Make sure you check out other shows on the Readiness Lab of what we're associated with, like Disaster Tough Podcast, of which I host. It's a little bit more serious, but it has pretty good content there too. And we'll see you for the next video. See you next week. Movie R. Movie R. Okay, everybody, we really hope you liked that uh, clip from our first episode of Movie R. We're calling it the pilot episode. We're working out the kinks. It's Kevin. we having a lot of fun laughing uh, during the during the clip. But also, um, this is also really big news for us because uh, back in July, we announced that Todd DeVoe of EM Weekly... Uh, EM student, uh, Franzi was on here, um, who Dan uh, Scott is also helping us out with now. Um, Movie are some of these other things that are happening in the pipeline. We actually brought them in and we said, hey, we launched the Readiness Lab as part of Doberman Emergency Management. And so the Readiness Lab uh, literally just uh, is launching as we speak. Big announcement email about that's coming out and a big sweepstakes is happening. Um, in November 15th, so just a couple days from now. So make sure you check that out. The Readiness Lab has all these different podcasts and shows and styles. We really want you to check that out. We're excited to announce Movie R. There's a pirate theme, not, not hijack. What's the word I'm thinking of? Pirates take over, commandeer, I don't know. We commandeered this episode, but we really hope that you got something out of it and you want to share it with other people. So check out Movie R. Keep listening to Disaster Tough Podcasts. And check out other shows on the Readiness Lab. And we'll see you next week.